Welcome to the Equine Energy Medicine Podcast with your host, Audrey McLaughlin. Hey there, welcome back to episode two of Equine Energy Medicine Podcast. I am so excited to talk to you today. Last week in episode one, we talked about Bach flower remedies. This week, it is my honor to talk to you about subtle energy frequencies. And we're going to talk about it in kind of the new way, the new technology way. We're going to talk about it the old way. We're going to talk about how you can do it on your own animal. And we're also going to talk about this really cool device that kind of takes all of the hands-on stuff out of the picture. Okay. So welcome. If you're new, I'm Audrey McLaughlin. I am a functional energy medicine practitioner. I work on humans. I have a whole human practice, but I also work with our four-legged equine partners as well. It wasn't long ago that the penny dropped, if you will, and I realized that a lot of the techniques that I learned in energy medicine in various fields of Reiki and crystal therapy and herbalism and all of these things could actually also be applied to horses and not just humans. And in some ways, things like subtle energy works even better on horses and other animals because they don't have that intellectual left brain barrier to the movement of energy. They're very open, they're very balanced, and they're much closer to source. You can consider source, nature, God, universe, sub in whatever name makes you comfortable there, but for our purposes, I'm going to say source. And they respond to energy work from a different space, from a different energy. Animals can easily sense intention and they're very open to positive change. The cool thing about subtle energy work is that it's not complicated. It's very simple. It's very easy. It's very organic. It's very fun. And in most cases, you're doing it already. You just may not even know it. Uh, And when you focus that energy, it really, really works. It can be a very big catalyst for a healthy change in your horses and your other animals too as well. I'm focusing on equine today and for this podcast, but it works with um, a lot of other animals. And in most cases, in a lot of cases, you are the very best medicine for your horse. Now, of course, you have to be sensible, sensible here and acknowledge and be upfront that often a good veterinarian appointment is needed. That's not what I'm saying. So when in doubt, absolutely talk to your vet. Um, try to select one that's open to natural, holistic, and energetic health care as well. And many of them are. You'd be surprised. Uh, even some of the good old barn call docs, uh, my barn call doc, is fully supportive um, of the stuff that I do. And many of the barn call docs and uh, equine vets are very supportive of it and actually make referrals. Um, So that's something to know. Don't be ashamed to talk about it to your vet. Um, So let's talk about subtle energy frequencies. So subtle energy frequencies are very similar to physical energies. I like to think as physical energy as a brick, right? Everything is matter, all things are energy, but think of physical energy as a brick. It, you can feel a brick, you can also pick a brick up and move it one foot to the left or one foot to the right, correct? You can use your hands and pick up a brick and move it. Subtle energy, on the other hand, is more like clouds. You can see it, you can feel it, but you can't really pick it up and take it with you. You can't really pick it up 
and carry it. Our world is filled with frequencies and vibrations, and so it can be kind of confusing to understand what we mean when we say physical energy and subtle energy. A lot of times in the realm of energy medicine for horses, I like to think of physical energy would be like vibration therapy or PEMF therapy, like a magnum wave. And then subtle energy therapy would be more in terms of or aligned with something like what Dr. Richard Gerber talks about in his book, Vibration, Vibrational Medicine, where it really deals with the electromagnetic fields of the body and of, of all life, right? So subtle energy is based on the principle that all matter vibrates at a really precise frequency. Now, because energy medicine tends to borrow terms not too commonly used to biological processes, it can be really confusing, especially if you have a more conventional um, approach to your equine partner. Um, you, you might hear energy medicine referred to as subtle energy or vibrational energy medicine or vibrational energy therapies, but the common thread between all of those names, they really mean the same thing, is the belief that the body of a horse is a living system and it interacts with other systems and the earth energetically, right, without touching. Um, and that changes can be made to the body and even measured by other biochemical processes um, from using these subtle energy techniques. Bach flower remedies, one of the things that we talked about last week, is a subtle energy technique. Now, it's a subtle energy technique with a physical component to it, but still a subtle energy technique. Now, I want to talk to you about two different kinds of, well, maybe three different kinds of subtle energy frequency. So the first kind is the kind that you just use your bare hands with. So for subtle energy work on a horse, you have your left hand is your receiving hand, your sensing hand. Your right hand is your sending hand. And that doesn't matter if you are left or right handed. It works more like that's the way humans are. About 80% of humans are that way anyways, whether they're left or right-handed. The left side of the body is kind of like the negative terminal of the battery, and the right side of the body is the positive terminal of the battery. And so when you start working with your horse, what you're going to do is stand next to them and clear your energy by taking a nice, big, deep inhale and audible exhale. And I want you to think about what a horse does when they're relaxing. You know, the chewing of the lips, right? The softening of the eye, the relaxing of the face, but often they let out a big, right? And I don't make a very good horse noise, but you understand where I'm going with that, right? So you're gonna walk up to your horse and just take a big inhale and exhale. And I like to make the horse noise. I like to do the, that's just my thing. I like doing it. It sounds a little silly, but it's, uh, it is what adjusts my energy. Now, the second thing you're going to do is take your left hand and you're going to hover it just about an inch. You don't want it to be close enough that it can kind of prickle their hairs, right? But just about an inch above the withers, the very top of the withers and just hold it there and see what you feel. You might feel warmth, you might feel cool, you might feel something different altogether, and then slowly move your hand down the withers on whatever side you're standing, left hand, down the, this is your sensing, correct? So down the left side, down the shoulders, 
and down the front legs, okay? You can go all the way down to the hoof if you like. I would recommend doing that, although take your time. Little, little steps is great. Um, and then you're gonna stand back up and you're gonna do your right hand. You're sending energy with the right hand. And I want you to notice the difference that it feels. Okay, and so what you're doing when you're doing this, especially if this is your first time, is you're connecting to your horse's energy, you're developing your sensitivity and your knowing, and if you're, if you're feeling silly, if you think you're feeling silly, then I want you to do this quick exercise, okay? And you might feel a little sillier too, but it's called the sway pendulum test. I want you to stand tall with your horse or without, eyes closed, hands folded over your heart, and I want you to take a nice big inhale and exhale, and then say, am I able to work energetically with my horse? You can insert their name if you like. With your eyes closed, see which way you lean. Do you lean to the front? Do you lean to the back? Do you lean to the side? Okay, now, after that, and I'm doing it this way and on purpose. Normally I teach people how to get their signs first, but I want you to ask the question first. And then I want you to do the same thing over again and say, show me a clear sign for yes, Show, and then see which direction you lean. Show me a clear sign for no. See which direction you lean. And then look back at what you just did. Am I able to work energetically with my horse? And see, was that a yes or a no for you? If it's a yes, keep going, even though you feel silly. If it's a no, don't worry. I want you to take a big, deep breath. And it could be that you feel like you consciously can work with your pet, but subconsciously, your subconscious mind, your wise one within just does not agree. Um, and you don't have to try to find a logical explanation for that. It probably doesn't exist. And, you know, it could, it could be all kinds of different things. That's, that part's not important to get to the root of right now. But what I want you to do is achieve a little calm by taking some deep breaths. And then I want you to find the point between your pinky finger and your wrist on the outside of your hand. And I want you to give it a few taps, just tap it gently with your opposite hand. And I want you to say, it's now safe for me to work energetically with my horses, or you can insert their name. It is easy. I can do it and do it well, and they love it and all is well. Another thing you could say is, it's now safe for me to heal from a loving heart. It's fun, it's easy, I'm doing it and loving it all as well. Now, once you do that once, retest again. Am I able to work energetically with my pet? Closing your eyes, doing the lean test. You, if you continue to test negatively, just do this one time a day, one quick time a day. Every time you go, you're about to go out to the barn, do this one thing. You're about to go out to the pasture, do this one thing and do it once a day for about 21 days and it'll reprogram that deeper limiting belief that you are having around, around working with your horses in this way. Now for today, that's all I really want you to try. That's all I want you to try today is just starting at the withers, down the front shoulders, all the way down to the hoof on both sides. Start with your left hand, trace with your right hand, and then notice. Notice what comes up for you. Sometimes our animals are a mirror of something that's coming up for us. Sometimes our horses are speaking in what they need us to hear in order for us to help them overcome an emotional or physical issue. Now the cool thing about this is this can be done by you in person. It can be done by another practitioner, somebody who does this professionally in person, but it can also be done 
at a distance. Distance healing works in the same way as in-person healing, only you're connecting kind of over the internet, if you will, in the same type of phenomenon that allows you to pick up your cell phone that's not plugged into anything and call somebody on the other side of the earth is the same type of phenomenon that healers can tune into in order to work energy medicine on animals at a distance. You can do it with a piece of paper or you can use something else by proxy. A natural question people ask about this is, well, how does it work, right? And, you know, it's interesting because humankind in general has always believed in healing at a distance. But in recent history, people have started to question its efficacy and they they want to know how. And it, the short answer is nobody really knows. There's a lot of physics-based theories, but we don't know for sure. And a lot of times people, that sets off alarm bells in people's heads, like, oh my gosh, because the tendency for us humans is to demand to know before we believe. But the truth is, we don't know how a lot of things work. And like I said, quantum physics um, has a lot of really good theories on why it works. It's probably too deep to go through them all. But I will tell you that when I before I started working with energy medicine, so this was 13, 14, 15 years ago, I completely dismissed the fact that energy medicine worked. In fact, I had been running training for something. I think it was like a 5K warrior dash, you know, the ones where you climb all the the uh, obstacles and you get muddy and you swim through a pond and you do all this. And my knee was hurting and I was in my mm, late 20s, early 30s. And I had an offer for somebody in Tennessee, I'm in Texas, to do distance healing on my knee and, or distance healing for me to help me. She didn't know which knee it was, um, but distance healing to help me. And I was like, whatever. I mean, she finally, her name was Jennifer. She finally twisted my arm enough that I actually said yes. And it was a long enough ago that we talked on a telephone to do this. I had a cordless phone, not a cell phone for this. So we spent an hour on the phone, me laying on the couch with my eyes closed with the phone next to me so that I could hear the music and the things that she was doing and saying. And I have to say, after that, immediately after that appointment, my knee that had been hurting for a year stopped hurting and never hurt again. Now I've had knee pains off and on since then, but never in that same spot and never in the exact same way. And I have run 10 Ks and I have trained for half marathons and all of that since I've ridden horses in stirrups that are way too small, way too short, (laughs) way too long. And I've never had that problem again. And that very day I was like, holy mess this is real. And you don't know it till you experience it. Um, You know, I I laughed at the thought that distance healing was possible. But like I said, it's very possible. And it's totally normal to be skeptical. But it is definitely something that can work and that can help, even if it's just the type of appointment where the problems are sensed or emotions are cleared. Um, All of those things can happen. There's actually been a lot of studies done on distance healing on humans. it doesn't come into mainstream awareness very often, but they do. They have proven the validity of distance healing, um, which I find very, very fascinating. So that's that's option two, right? Option one is to learn how to do it yourself, which I encourage you not to be afraid to do. Option two is to work with somebody else who can do the work at a distance or come to your animal for this kind of work. And then option three is kind of a combination of both. There are devices out there called subtle energy frequency imprinters that work to 
do this energy work without sort of the healer having to be there. It's like a computer doing it, um, which I think definitely has its benefits. So for example, if you, and I'm going to harp on a cribbing horse because I've had horses that crib personally and I've worked with a lot of cribbing horses. Um, but if you have a cribbing horse, you're using the Bach flower remedies, you're doing the energy work every day. You might not be able to go out there and spend 30, 45 minutes doing energy work where you can use a device to create subtle energy frequencies, um, to, that captures and amplifies and broadcasts frequencies to a person or in this case to your horse, okay? And this works really, really well. It's kind of a set it and forget it type situation. So I'll use that as a supplemental after a primary hands-on appointment. It's a really good supplemental follow-up appointment or follow-up procedure to do in order to continue that healing sensation and continue that vibe. You can clear energetic blocks, emotional blocks, and then support all the systems of the animal's body by using a subtle energy frequency broadcaster. These things work across time and space, across distance, really, really powerful healing tools. Um, they can be used to help balance herd dynamics. They can be used to help uh, enhance and support healing energies. I've used it. Um, there was a thoroughbred that nearly cut his foot off with the fence. Um, we use those subtle energy frequencies to help support the body into healing that in a much faster rate. The vet originally estimated it would be six months uh, before he was sound enough to walk again, to be, to be ridden again. And in about three and a half months, based on the nutrition and the energy work that we were doing and the subtle energy frequencies, we brought that down to about three months. Uh, and now that horse is currently being ridden and worked out as, as it would have normally been, as if it hadn't been hurt. Uh, we also have used it on animals with kissing spine. We have used subtle energy frequencies for mamas and babies during that weaning process, or even pre-weaning. If mama's got a job to do and baby just needs to be away from them for a little bit, um, it can help to balance those energies. We've used it for animals that are herd sour and don't travel or operate very well alone. So there's really no end to where, oh, and for animals that come from abusive homes that have been starved or beaten or different things, um, it's really beneficial for horses and rescue that we can work on those emotional imbalances and make sure they get a fresh start and a healed rebalance start to um, sort of step away from that, heal that traumatic past. So you guys, let me know if you have any questions on subtle energy frequencies. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit about CBD oil for horses and kind of what the what the news is around that. If you guys have any topic requests, if there's something you're curious about, please let me know. Um, I would love to talk to you about it. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Hang out with us on Instagram at Equine Energy Med uh, and be sure and check the website for upcoming information and classes and all that good stuff. Thanks for listening. See you next time.
So I hope that gives you a really good starting point. If you feel like mold is a root cause for you, or if you didn't feel like mold is a root cause for you, maybe this you know, kind of gave you a spark. Maybe your body is saying, oh, that, that's me. That, I think that's us. Like, we need to investigate this. Um, chronic mold illness can really leave you feeling uncertain about getting better, but know that many, many individuals have beat mold toxicity, and so can you. Just if you take away a few things here, first step, you need to stop any water damage. You need to minimize your exposure, and then you can focus on energy and drainage and detoxifying your body. Thanks for listening to the Equine Energy Medicine Podcast. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated. We'll catch you in the next episode.